This morning is a wonderful opportunity. Uh, uh, y'all come on in. Uh, I see a stream of people coming in. There are sort of seats. You may have to sit in some people's laps, but that's okay. Uh, we're family. Um, if, if uh, like, is Tom here? Okay. They're two by Sandy Shiver down here. No, they're taken. Okay, she's going to lay down during the service and take a nap. Um, <laughs> I see some holes down there. Y'all come on and just fill the holes up and don't hesitate to uh, come sit on the floor or whatever if you want to. You can lean on the sides. We've got two or three seats up here on the front row. And uh, how often do you get a front row seat to Phil Keggy? Yes, I'm being shown if some folks want to try and scoot in and do a little close fellowship and uh, uh, leave some miles. We've got a seat down here by the Mendozas. Uh, that'll that'll easily take one again two down here. We've got a seat over there or two We've got some so y'all come on in and and yeah, here's some seats right back there um, Yeah, we've got some seats here now that we've got everybody here for Phil I've got to tell y'all that that was a joke. He's not really playing <laughs> No um, um, We have had so much fun in this class going through church history and I, I, what I had originally planned on doing was spending a couple of weeks on music. And then Becky and I were fortunate enough to be at a dinner recently where, where I was seated next to Phil Keggy. And I was talking to him about the class and said, you know, if I could convince you, it sure would be nice to have you come sing to our class because we've kind of done church music all the way up. And we're contemporary now with church music. And you've been doing church music for at least a year or two. Uh, <laughs> Perhaps as many as um, 35 or so, because he started when he was a kid. And um, uh, he said, yeah, if we can work it out. And he's worked so hard to work it out. He's been in a recording studio up in Woodstock, New York for the last week. He had to play a concert there uh, Friday night. He flew out Saturday just in time to go to Nashville and have his wife meet him with a change of clothing and uh, 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 come with him here, and we finally got them home last night at about 10.30 at night. So he's done all of that because of a desire to bless us here today. And so I had originally planned on him singing like two or three songs like we did with John Michael or Joel Chernoff or some of the others, and I'd kind of teach around it, but I figured y'all would start throwing rocks at me. So (laughs) I'm not really going to teach this morning. We're just going to be blessed by what he has. I'm going to give the time to him and... And just beg y'all to come back because next week we're going to talk about the Enlightenment and how John Locke and others changed the way Western minds think. And it's substantial in what it's done. It paved the way for Darwin. It paved the way for German liberalism. It paved the way for a lot of things that changed within the Christian movement. And some would say it's responsible for de-Christianizing Europe. And so it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting stuff. It should be uh, uh, useful stuff. It's things I think all of us need to know because we live, I'm convinced, in a post-Christian society. And this is where the roots come from. And we can see how they deviated. It's not that God's anti-reason or anti-intellect. He is the supreme logos in logic and reason and intellect. But when man tries to go that route without God... Uh, frightening things can happen. And so that's going to start next week. I urge you to all come back. If we need to find chairs, we will. And uh, meanwhile, I've asked Phil to play us a couple of different things, whatever he would like, a couple of my favorite songs. But I've also asked Phil to play some instrumental work. Let me tell you why. A, I love it. 
B, um, something that was really nice about the church and Christianity during the Middle Ages is it was the church and it were the Christians that saved culture. And by that I mean the very best artists in all of Western civilization were Christian artists. And for a thousand years, the best paintings you would see were Christian paintings. The best music was Christian music. Something happened in the last few generations where now, if you're Christian, it's okay to be second rate. And we will like something that's Christian that can be second rate because it's Christian. And I find that abhorrent. I find that horrible, awful. Because the Christians should be leading the culture. We have the creator God, so we should be the most creative. Because when we're creative, we praise him. We have the God who gave us our talents and our skills and our gifts. So we should use them to his glory. And that should mean that they're being used better than anyone else who serves only money or popularity and fame. And one of the things that I find most intoxicating when I listen to Phil Keggy is not just his ability to produce music and melody and song and, and, and rhyme. But he is truly one of the very best guitar players in the world. It's, and that's not, well, he's a Christian, so we say that. That's what the secular people say. If you remember Crosby, Stills, and Nash, I was visiting with Graham Nash, and out of the blue he tells me, have you ever listened to Phil Keggy? He's the best guitarist in the world. Um. You know, the, 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 you, if you ever read acoustic guitar magazine, they, they will over and over and over. And that's not a Christian magazine, but over and over and over. Phil Keggy will be voted top artist. He's phenomenal at what he does. So I've asked him to not only bless us with songs of hope and love and encouragement and faithfulness and songs that I love, but also do some instrumental work so that we can see how God has blessed him and how he uses that to his glory. Because as Christians, we should be really proud of the fact that we, I, I don't adore Phil Keggy because he's good for a Christian. I adore Phil Keggy, who happens to be, in my opinion, the best in the world because he is a Christian. Okay? So with that, this is my friend Phil Keggy. So what if I start with Sweet Judy Blue Eyes? <laughs> you might want to bring the vocal down. Whoa, a little bit. Please. That, that, uh, right. Testing. That's good. I can do it. Thank you very much, Mark. Definitely bring the guitar up, though. My guitar has been going from humid to dry, from 103 de degrees to 45 degrees up in Canada. I was just there a few days ago, then back down to Nashville, then back up to Woodstock, New York. And I became a Christian in 1970. My mom... Uh, raised 10 of us kids with my dad. Dad was an iron worker and mom 
uh, was busy making babies and raising them and feeding them and loving them. And I was the ninth of ten. Number nine. Number nine. You know. And uh, and uh, our oldest sister was an actress. Uh, she grew up singing in big bands, and then she went into the movies. And uh, in fact. Some of you folks have seen the great Cecil B. DeMille's uh, Ten Commandments. My sister, in a cast of thousands, she has actually a speaking part. She says, oh, I hope it's not an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that part where they found the baby Moses, you know, in the reeds, you know, in the bulrushes? And uh, she was one of the Pharaoh's maidens. So she's the one that says, uh, you know, she was cute. And uh, But she led me to the Lord. Um, what happened was in 1970, um, Valentine's Day, I was in a band. In those days, Glass Harp, we were called. Three-piece, kind of a rock, prog, rock trio. Loved to jam. And we had a lot of opportunities and traveled the, the country, opening up for really big-name groups. And, and uh, well, we were on this uh, trip down to Maryland from Ohio. And that... Valentine's Day of 1970, my mom was in a car accident, a head-on collision, and passed away in a week after that. And Ellen, my oldest sister I just told you about, she took time to share the gospel with me. And, and, God, and God used Oral Roberts to show her the good news. So, you know, God uses so many people in so many ways. And ever since then, I've been writing songs and singing and playing unto the Lord and for people everywhere I go and uh, still doing it. I'm, uh, I'm now turning into my Uncle Bud because of my, my, my new hairdo, you know. So I'm just uh, going to keep on going until the Lord says, that's enough. <laughs> You've made enough noise. <laughs> so anyway, let me, let me uh, open up with a little fun song for you, an instrumental piece called Shades of Green. This is one of those. I, I wrote this um, after returning from Ireland. And so it's got a little bit of an Irishness about it. And uh, I had a little time on my hands. I carved out some notches in another capo and put it up here like this. So it becomes an alternate tuning somewhat. Can I get you to slap your knees 
Thank you very much. You keep really good time. You really kept me slow. But, uh... Back in 1971, I wrote this song called What a Day. And uh, it's been a, kind of a special song, especially in light of the fact that we're all headed somewhere. As C.S. Lewis says, we were created for another world. You know, but this world is important. And uh, relationships, as we were hearing about this morning, is so important. The whole thing about Christianity is really not about uh, the idea of a religion, but an idea, a great idea of a relationship with our Father in heaven that was made possible because of his Son. And because of the relationship between the Father and the Son and the love they have and the Holy Spirit that brings us the love of the Father, the love of the Father and the Son. And that we can also learn to love one another. If you ever think about it, all the bad news in the world is because of the lack of the love of God. And all the good news in the world really is because it comes from the heart of God. And So anyway, there's uh, going to be a great reunion in heaven. The holy men I read about Peter and John And James, Luke and Paul And Brother Tom without a doubt And I do believe there will be King David at the heart Song of praise with every chord one sight to see the redeemed and the angels gathered round worshiping the Lord what a day that will be oh what a day that will be When we get home, our eternal home, there'll be no more sick and dying, no, no one is sad, no one is alone, there will be no more crying, but he will wipe away every tear from his children's eyes. Put a smile upon their faces What a happy day when we see Our Lord in paradise Crowned as King of Kings What a day that will be Oh, what a day that will be That will be what a day 
there will be what a day thousand years ago they started thinking it's okay to harmonize right mark where where are you mark there you are uh it's amazing how some of these composers uh back in the day you know they'd be uh, rolling like beethoven you know thinking about what's happened to harmony these days you know i was thinking about how uh about the idea of there there's beauty in dissonance sometimes you know uh, it just took a while for people to get get a hold of that idea. And I, I love the music of Vaughn Williams. Some people who study classical music or uh, English church music remembers uh, Ray Vaughn Williams, right? Anybody ever heard of him? And oh, how about Via Lobos? Okay, Via Lobos. Okay, see, we're closer to the border, so you know. And uh, and so anyway, but I love what he did with harmonies and. Um, And just, uh, I don't know, sometimes certain chords really, well, they strike a chord, don't they? And like, for instance, like if you take a look at, you know, this chord here, this E chord here. You know, it's, it's a, it's, to me, it's a pretty sounding chord. You know, and it's got the fifths, right? It's got the thirds, right? It's got the... Fifths, the seconds right there. Then right here, right in the middle, <clears throat> you've got this minor second. And it's like if you heard that only by itself all the time, you say, that fellow's got a problem. You know, you know, like that. Okay. Change the channel. But if you put all the strings together, you know, it kind of works. So these two fellows here that are rubbing against each other, you know, kind of rubbing each other the wrong way, you could say. Uh, they seem to have their place in the body, you know, of the chord. Uh, this is another one of those kind of chords, which I think sounds pretty. It's a form of an A chord. And there's that... And it hurts, too, if you hold it for too long. Phew! This time of day. 
Here's a song I wrote in uh, 1980, and uh, it's been a special song. It's meant a lot to a number of people. It was never a hit song, but it wasn't meant to be. It was meant to be something as a, a gift. I was riding my bicycle on a Sunday morning and uh, heading south when I lived in Kansas City in the area called uh, Leewood. And uh, a good friend of ours had just passed away from Hodgkin's disease. And uh, he was an elder in our fellowship. And uh, his passing, you know, him being only 33 years old, was very fresh in my mind. So that was August 10th when he passed away of 1980. And I wrote this song just a, probably a week later. And uh, so I thought, well, Bruce has gone to see Jesus, you know. And he really was a lot like Jesus to me. He was a real wonderful example of a brother in Jesus. So um, this is what came out of that. Chasing down hot air balloons on Sunday morning. In pace with a familiar tune I reach for nothing less But something more All the day And the wind is at my back Most of the way Now you see, when I was on my bicycle I saw these hot air balloons ascending up into the sky And it thought maybe I could reach them see what it takes to get a ride but I didn't make it they were gone so I went home and rode this instead talk to Jesus holding conversation with a friend I know is there great anticipation fills my soul fills my heart fills the air all the day and the wind is at my back oh I can't wait to see you Jesus face to face nothing in this world can take your place of gold nothing can compare with what you are and everything else go let it all go face 
your place All the pride of man laid low And all his works of gold Nothing can compare with what you are Everything else go Let it all go Let everything else go Thank you very much. Forgotten how to pen these heartfelt feelings of love for you. The songs that don't come as easy now. The words don't flow now the way they did when I was just twenty-two. But you, you still got a hold on me, Lord. You've given me. Sight to see what's true. I only wanna do what's right for you. God, I need the wind to blow now. Through this flesh, I need to know now your rest. I wanna show you I believe in you. These days, as I'm getting on in years now. Have the challenges and fears now. Though I doubt myself, I still believe in you. 'Cause you, you still got a hold on me, Lord. You've given me sight to see what's true. I only wanna do what's right for you. You still got a hold on me, Lord. You've given me. Sight to see what's true. 
only want to do what's right for you. My light and my salvation, revive me. It's my soul crying, revive me. When I feel like I'm dying, restore me to that place I long to be. Well, first love, Lord above the earth, first love. Spirit of new birth, come quickly, come and hasten unto me. Soul crying, revive me when I feel like I'm dying. Restore me to that place I long to be. Well, first love, Lord above the earth, first love, Spirit of new birth, come quickly, come and hasten unto me. Revive me. Thanks very much. Well, what do you want to hear, Mark? In the valley of what? Oh, when I'm in the valley? It was. Oh, uh, this one? Name that tune. Uh, how about uh, finding this? <laughs> yeah, music has got God uses music. You know, music doesn't save anybody. A song doesn't save anyone. But it somehow breaks up the fallow ground of the heart sometimes and just has a way of just tenderizing us. And it happens to me on occasion. And there's so many wonderful songwriters today. Now, you know, there's songwriters today who are walking toward Christ. And uh, they don't realize it, but they are. And oftentimes people have the gift they have because God gave it to them uh, in every case. But... Um, Sometimes they were uh, they learned how to sing in church when they were kids, you know. Then they then they discover that hey, um, people are listening to them out in the world, and so they they use their gifts out there uh, to hopefully come back to that point where they go, well, God gave me this gift for a reason, and I'm gonna 
sing the good news because when it comes down to it, really, the bottom line is the good news and what does God want us to do with the gifts he's given to us. Lord, thank you for today. I am grateful for today is all I have. Yes, thank you for today. I am grateful for today is all I have. The past is much too heavy for me to carry if I hold on to it for too long. No, it will crush me. The future's far too fragile for me to worry. And if I hold on to it for too long, you know it will rush me. Oh, right now is where you live. Right now is where I want to live.
Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, Mark, what do you think? Yeah, sure, sure, try. Like a foolish dreamer trying to build a highway to the sky on my home. Come tumbling down and I never knew just why Until today when you pulled away the clouds That hung like curtains on my eyes I was blind all these wasted years And I thought I was so wise Then you took me by surprise Like waking up from the longest dream How real it seemed Until your love broke through And I was lost in a fantasy That blinded me Until your love broke through All my life I've been searching for that crazy missing part and with one touch you just rolled away the stone that held my heart Now I see that the answer was a simple as letting you lord in and i am so sure i could never doubt your gentle touch again it's like the power of the wind like waking up from the longest dream how real it seems until your love broke through And I was lost in a fantasy That blinded me Until your love broke through Thanks for listening. God bless you all. Thanks. Thank you, Mark.
now, now you, 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 now you see why I didn't think it appropriate just to have him here to sing like the two or three songs he agreed to sing while I teach. <laughs> Whoops. Would you pray with me? Yeah. Our Father in heaven, it is staggering to think of all that you've done. It's staggering to think of the universe you've made. It's staggering to think of, of the hairs you've put on our head that you've numbered, the grains of sand that you've numbered. And it's staggering to think that in your hand, each one of us is held by name, special and loved. And we're very proud to be your children. And we're very proud that you would send your spirit to live within us. And we're thankful for this wonderful church. We're thankful for ministers like David Fleming. We're thankful for ministers like Bill Keggy. And we pray that you'll bless not only their ministry, Lord, but that you will bless the ministry you have through each one of us so that in this masterful universe you've created, we each find fulfillment of your plan to your glory and praise our eternal Father. Through Jesus we pray, amen.